So what, we watch anime So what, we play League We're just having fun We don't care who sees So what, we stay in It don't bother me Living young, pale and nerdy Hello and welcome to the Read and Entertainment Podcast Episode 48 for March No wait, it's April April 3rd, 2016 With me this week we have Connor Nemesis Besh Look, you didn't tell me to be quiet before the podcast, so I think we need to do all this over again. Uh, but we, we have enough quiet time. It's okay. And we have Andrew Arara uh, McVean. Arara. 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 <laughs> so, and of course, I'm your host, Nathan Reeton Spruth. So, we have some stuff to talk about this week, but first, let's always, as always, cover uh, Andrew McVean. What video games have you been playing this week? All right, so uh, I've been playing a lot of Mitomo, which, uh, if you don't know, it's Nintendo's first mobile app, and it's super duper fun. I disagree. That's because you're you're stupid. It's just I I got into like I I was like everyone was talking about it. I downloaded it and then I started playing. I guess it, and I was like, yeah. I don't get it. It's uh, it, it, the thing is, it's it, it isn't a game really. It's uh, it's an interesting social experience, uh, right? And I think that's okay. It's it's not quite a social network, especially because it relies on other social networks to be able to add people, which is probably one of its biggest problems. But uh, it's neat, and you get a lot of uh. You get a lot more of a direct interaction, almost, I feel, than with a lot of other so-called social apps. Right. Uh, and the the biggest the biggest annoyance, though, is that if you're a popular person on Twitter, because I follow a guy on Twitter who is like, hey, this is great. I'll be able to, to add people that follow me on here. And then he couldn't. You have to be... Uh, mutual followers of each other i think fig- i figured that's how it would work so he, he was like i'm not fucking following all 1000 of you just so you can you can be friends with me on this stupid shit uh and then the next day he was like all right fine only the people that reply to this with this keyword get get me to follow them oh um, okay yeah so now now that's that's how that worked and, and it's it's neat but I honestly think it's better if you just have your your close friends because you can you can make in jokes and, and whatnot with with it. Uh, We're nerds. Yeah. We don't have close friends. Yeah. What are you talking about, a rah rah? Fucking I, <laughs> I I I've learned more about people that I barely know than I probably would have ever learned just just via Facebook. Uh, like there's a couple chicks that I'm friends with on Facebook that like, I didn't know that they could actually be funny. Like, oh. <laughs> yeah, fish. Women being funny. <laughs> can, uh, when you edit the podcast, can you throw in a laugh track in there? Uh, no. Edit the podcast. Uh, that would that would cost two dollars actually. Well, you have to you have to pay for the the tracks. So. I'm not. So is that all? Actually, I'm not because you actually do when you 
theoretically, if you're actually trying to be professional, if you have anything like that, you actually have to pay for it. You see, now that we have that out of the way, we can do nothing more on the podcast. Goodbye, everyone. (laughs) Uh, But anyway, have you been playing anything else, Aroa? Um, Me and John are trying to finish uh, our playthrough of Divinity Original Sin that we started uh, well over a year ago. And And, in preparation for Divinity Original Sin 2? Um, actually, uh, the unoriginal sin. Well, <laughs> we're actually doing it so that we can start completely over with Divinity Original Sin Enhanced Edition, because uh, Enhanced Edition completely changes the ending of the game. So oh, we're, we're pretty interested in that, and also it uh, it fixes a lot of other things that are wrong with the game, like the fact that mages are ridiculously overpowered. So uh, here's a question. Here's a question I have. Um, it's a pretty important question. Why the fuck haven't you invited me to play? Oh, because it doesn't have native four player, and oh, okay. Uh, we we actually had been playing three players, uh, with Alfredo, but the game we, we broke the game to the point that the developers couldn't figure out how we broke it, and they couldn't fix it. Like, oh, good. Yeah, we the the guy that was talking to us was like, you've somehow managed to put a character into a state where they both are in one state and another at the same time. And we, we can't, we don't know how to fix it. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. So, yep, that's, uh, that's, that's the other thing we've been doing. So, uh, and, and what games have you been playing? Connor Besh? (laughs) Been playing a whole lot of battlefield, a whole lot of heroes of the storm. That's about it. Every oh, okay. once in a while, I'll play Rocksmith again. It's just same as every time I come on this stupid podcast. Yeah. It's like, hey, yeah, it I got 20 games. minutes to kill. Rocksmith. So I've been playing Rocket League. I I got it. Green Man Gaming had a sale where it was like, I think it ended up being up like $9 for me to get the game. And I, I when I first saw Rocket League, I was like, that looks awful. And now that I played it, I'm like, I totally get it. It is yeah. it is great, and I keep it trying is. to get a Roa to play, but he's a butt. I don't, I don't, I don't play games. What are you talking about? Uh, uh, if you buy me a copy, I'll play for you. You know, I hear it was no. on sale at Green Man Gaming recently. <laughs> yes, but that was a while back. Uh, so, and then I've also been playing, uh, as with the last few weeks. So today, actually, today is WrestleMania 32, and so I was playing the WrestleMania game called Wrestlemania for the regular Nintendo. And uh, that game is garbage. <laughs> uh, but I also I also put a YouTube review of it. And uh, it has it has at the moment two views. Two <laughs> and then you refresh to see how many viewers. Uh no, because I just go into the video manager to look. But yeah, so uh, watch that because I put I actually put time and effort into those videos and then nobody watches them. Everyone's just like, "Oh, I want to watch this Final Fantasy review that he did two months ago." That's good, but I I mean that's doing well. It has over a thousand views, but still, come on, watch watch the wrestling videos. The, I I have four four more to go. Four more wrestling videos to go. Uh, next week is going to be WrestleMania Challenge for the Nintendo. Hopefully that game is slightly better because the first game was terrible. 
and those are pretty much the only games I've been playing this week, so uh, we should move on to the stories, because we're probably going to talk about one of the stories for quite a while. Yep. Uh, Allison Rapp. You guys know who Allison Rapp is? It's kind of hard not to right now. Okay, so Allison Rapp a few months ago, and she got into the, the news because she was on Twitter... She's a Nintendo employee. She was on Twitter saying that pedof- something about like trying not to defend pedophiles, but saying that they're attracted to children and that's they need help. They no, no, what, that's not what, what she, she said. Saying? She what was, was defending she pedophilia. Oh, was she? Okay. She said that in in Japan, uh, the age of consent is thirteen, and that she agrees with that, and that we need to change the way that we think about sexuality and humans. Um, and also like the, the one thing that she said that I actually kind of agreed with is that an 18 year old and a 17 year old can have sex in America and in many States that's illegal and that doesn't make any sense. Uh, she said she, she made some sense basically saying that we need to rethink our, our sex laws, but she blatantly defended pedophilia in multiple posts, which is really kind of fucked up. But okay, but but here's the thing again. Uh, she the she recently got fired from Nintendo, and all of that is, is according to Nintendo that had nothing to do with it. Whether it did have something to do with it, I don't know. Uh, I could easily see them actually. You know, looking at those tweets and going, okay, we need to get this bitch out of here. We need to find a way to get her gone. <laughs> uh, but according to Nintendo, that's not what happened. Uh, you know, even, you know, it's Twitter. It, it might be, she might be wrong, but it's still her opinion. And she's not actually committing a crime by, you know, s- stating her opinion. Right. So, uh, she got fired from Nintendo as I just said, and they said it was because she was moonlighting. Uh, she had a different job, basically. So uh, Nintendo denies that she was fired due to harassment and says she was let go because she had a second job, which they say was in conflict to Nintendo's corporate culture. Uh, then the second update, according to Gizmodo, says uh, Allison Rapp has responded to Nintendo's statement on Twitter admitting to moonlighting under a fake name with no real identifiers uh, in order to pay off some student loans, which makes sense. Student loans fucking suck. Vote yeah. Bernie. Um, <laughs> she claims that moonlighting is allowed at Nintendo despite Nintendo previously saying her job was in conflict with Nintendo's corporate culture. So here's my question. I asked Connor before the podcast if moonlighting is allowed at nintendo then why did she use a fake name she was a cam girl oh was she no i don't know i'm just (laughs) (laughs) honestly if that ended up being the case i wouldn't even be mad i'd be impressed i it had to have been something unsavory that she didn't want to be associated with her professional identity yeah, and that that uh, from what I'm from what we read, it she may have been a lingerie model, but we, uh, you know, we wanted to take it upon ourselves to be, you know, fully research this. So we went and looked up the pictures, and we couldn't find any. Uh, yeah, the closest thing I could find was uh, something without a headshot, 
Um, and and it was it was just a girl that looked like she could have her body type, which unfortunately she looks incredibly average in like every way. So there's really yeah. no way to tell from it. Um, but the the most commonly accepted thing is that she was she was some kind of model, and that's uh, that that's what ended up getting her fired. And there's nothing worse right. in life than having mediocre assets. Well, I mean, she's she's cute, and she's she looks pretty fit. So I mean, eh. Can you stop objectifying women? I am so triggered right now. <laughs> That's I want to motorboat them titties. That's <laughs> <laughs> my my uh, uh, my thought is that uh, chances are Nintendo wouldn't have given a flying fuck about uh, what she was doing as far as a moonlighting position, especially with her using a fake name like that. Uh, more than likely, it was a combination of that with <laughs> the whole talking about pedophilia on her public Twitter kind of oh, thing. Oh, yeah. Um, it, it, everybody knows that it's it's common corporate practice that if you're doing something that the company doesn't like, but they can't necessarily fire you for it, they'll find something else to nitpick about and use that as an excuse. So I wanted to – I told you on Twitter I was going to compare it to wrestling. Yeah. Uh, and it, so there was a developmental talent in NXT. So WWE has their little off-branch called NXT. Yeah. And that's where people, you know, kind of develop and learn how to work the system. Anyway, uh, there was a girl on there who some tweets were uncovered from like four or five years ago. And she was let go because the, there were tweets that showed her with Nazi memorabilia. (laughs) And so the, the WWE was like, yeah, you gotta get this bitch out of here. And so they just fired her because they let her go from her contract because of that. So Nintendo, I don't know. Nintendo, it, makes me think that they could could have just been like yeah you can't talk about pedophilia and that people want to fuck children so we're gonna we're gonna have to release you from your contract like that maybe it's a little different because they're not uh independent contractors but yeah like wrestlers are independent contractors technically so yeah uh yeah it's it's probably a similar thing to that it's that a company does not want to be associated with somebody that is prominent enough to get that kind of media attention. Um, and whenever they're going to talk about the fact that some guys just like to fuck kids, what's wrong with that? You know, it's <laughs> well, it's the objection. <laughs> it's it's not something that a child-focused company like Nintendo really wants to have. Well, she's on. focusing on children too. Yeah, it's it was a bad move on her part, and she, yeah. she honestly should have seen this coming a mile away. Oh uh, yeah, I hope that you know for for her sake that she had something else lined up or can get somewhere else. But I mean, other than that, stop fucking don't fucking publicly defend pedophilia when you work for a children's company. Like, like I'm not Even- saying. Even if you agree with it, just don't yeah. <laughs> talk about it. Just yeah. It, so, like... <laughs> for clarification, is she with Nintendo America or Nintendo of Japan? 
It was America. America. She worked for the through for the treehouse as part of their uh, the uh, translation uh, department. A lot of people blamed her for the censorship problems that happened with uh, Fire Emblem. I'm going to imagine that if she so she she's a translator. Uh, I don't I don't know if she was necessarily a translator directly, but I uh, if I remember right, she was one of the directors or something like that, where she basically was the one that decided how things, how the Japanese culture stuff got translated into where Americans would understand it kind of thing. Oh, so she, yeah, I, she was, she was probably part of the group that decided to take out the touching mini game. Um, and one of the ones that decided, uh, maybe these, maybe this, this humor isn't great for Americans. Maybe we should just turn it into fucking 12 year old, uh, speak so that that that's not condescending whatsoever in this T-rated game. Right. I'm I'm going to imagine that if she had that prominent of a position at Nintendo, that even with all of this shit that's happened, I'm going to imagine she's not going to have too hard of a time finding another job. She could probably end up at somewhere like like Atlas. Wait, uh, wait, wait, wait. I think I I think. Now this is a joke, but I think I know what other job she was doing. Yeah. She was doing porn where she was dressing up as a little girl. I mean, I I've seen that, yeah. Yeah. That's I mean, maybe, maybe it could happen. She could actually uh, probably pull that <laughs> off now that I look at her. Yeah, that's what I was thinking like she could she could look like in her teens. Yeah, she could do that uh Oh fuck, I can't even think of it now. There's a, there's like a website that's dedicated to that kind of shit. Yeah, legal girls who dress up like little girls. Yeah, yeah. She could do like lollycon <laughs> porn. Sure. This this is. <laughs> uh, people are just like, "Yep, I'm done." I'm, uh, the four people that watch her are like, "I'm done with the re- entertainment podcast." That's <laughs> anyway. Oh. So let's move on. <laughs> That's good uh, way Microsoft kid fucking. Yeah, let's and then uh we'll talk about Microsoft because they've never fucked anyone. Um So so we had the Microsoft build thing and uh you had three things you wanted to talk about in the Microsoft build. The three basic basically major things that are coming to uh Windows ten. Yep. So Windows ten anniversary update arrives this summer. It includes hello sign ins with apps and better pen support. Uh, you you cover this since this this is what you wanted to talk about. Okay, so the whole hello sign-ins thing um, is neat on its own, I guess, but it's not really that big of a deal. Uh, really, this is kind of a an overarching thing. the The anniversary update is kind of bringing Windows 10 forward in, in a way that. Uh, I didn't expect Windows to ever go. Uh, this now that I'm reading this article, it's really not talking about any of the things. That, so I guess it comes down to the other two. But like, hello, is there is Windows like biometric uh, login thing, and they're expanding yeah. that to where it'll work with uh, Microsoft Edge, um, along with Windows Store apps, which, bleh. Uh, and they also added this pen. Uh, <laughs> software where basically you can write on sticky notes and it's like aware of what you write on there 
and you can set up appointments and shit just by writing shit down. Like it's neat, but it's really I'll, only going to be useful for like surface users. That's what I was going to say. Oh, yeah. It's going to be mainly for a surface. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like you could, uh, you can technically do this with any stylus equipped, uh, tablet, uh, that runs windows 10, but most of those people are going to be surface users. Just uh, a plug in and let your mouse work as a tablet pen. And when you right-click, it applies pressure, and just write everything with your mouse. That sounds right. fun. Uh, yeah, you could. Uh, I, I'm sure that a lot of the stuff that they're that they're talking about with the improvements, especially with like the sticky note app, will still work with like typing. But the more important things are twofold, uh, and it's this universal bash Windows apps. Bash. Uh, we'll get to Bash. <laughs> we'll get to that. I'm so excited for it. I, I you, know, stop. you stop. You <laughs> stop. Bad comment. Uh, Bad. Universal Windows apps are finally getting to where they were supposed to be a year ago. Right. Um, in that uh, they're officially launching the so-called Universal Windows platform. Uh, you're going to be able to package everything, uh, not only the apps that you specifically make for the Windows Store, which is going to be all of like 10 maybe, um, you'll also be able to pack in Win32 apps, which, uh, if you don't know what the fuck that means, you, you, developers will basically be able to take anything, anything that they write that runs on Windows right now, or ran on, like, Windows 7, they can just package that like an app uh, on your smartphone, and then put that in the Windows Store. And instead of... what The end goal, I think, of this is to kind of have the iPhone and Android convenience of being able to go, I want to delete this application, so you right-click on it and hit uninstall. And it doesn't yeah. leave behind a bunch of bloaty shit in your Windows registry or on your hard drive that you didn't want there. And I think that's a really cool idea. And right. that, that's that's part of what makes me excited about this this whole thing, even though it's adding in this walled garden kind of concept to windows that kind of scares me. Uh, I still think it's really nice because windows has a really bad problem with that whole thing where stuff just gets left behind whenever yeah. you delete mm. software. <clears throat> um, the significant thing that Microsoft keeps pushing though, is that this also means that, for applications that are written from the ground up as uh, part of the universal Windows platform, we'll also be able to run on your Windows phone that no one owns, uh, but also the Xbox, which Ooh. means you'll have apps for for Facebook and Twitter and Vine and whatever uh, on your Xbox, which is kind of cool. Um, what this hopefully also means that uh, as part of this update, um, they're adding background music to the Xbox One. Finally. Oh, thank God. So hopefully this means that there will be a Spotify app on Xbox One as well. Oh, that would be neat. Yeah, because the, the PS4 obviously already has one because PlayStation Music is Spotify now. So, so, so here's my problem with both the PlayStation 4 and the Xbox One on that front. Uh, wrestling video games. So, oh yeah. Uh, when you're creating a character in in that game or in any other game, uh, 
like part of the the thing when you're creating a character, you know, UFC or or wrestling, it's creating uh, your own character and having your own entrance music so you can actually, you know, kind of have that own character. But ever since, I think the Xbox 360 didn't have it either, they they took away the ability to use your own entrance music. Yeah. And that, I, I think I understand why. I'm pretty sure it's because if you then put that character online and somebody and you, like, wrestle online or something... Then it would be streaming that music and blah 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 licensing issues. Well, it's but, it's, it's more likely just because they the PS4 uh, at the very least kind of just got rid of the whole local file system thing. Yeah, um, like obviously it has one um, because it's uh, fucking uh, OpenBSD is yeah, what yeah. it what it runs off of, but it uh, it doesn't really have the ability to like copy anything off of a flash drive onto the local hard drive. Like even if you run uh, music through the media player that they put on there, I think last year uh, it has to come off of the flash drive. Like you have to leave the flash drive plugged in. And with the PS three and the three sixty, you could just copy music off of, you could rip a CD if you wanted to yeah, uh, on, onto the local hard drive and listen to the music on there. So, I would never do that. And the original Xbox, which made that whole, you know, having a custom soundtrack thing in wrestling games a thing because uh, they did it in sports games too. Yeah. Uh, th- that also had the ability to rip CDs and you couldn't play music during games, but if a game wanted to allow you to do that, it could. Uh, and that's that's probably why it's not a thing on these current consoles is because apparently Sony and Microsoft just didn't think anybody wanted to listen to music on their consoles, even though that was like, the coolest thing about the Xbox 360. Yeah. Uh, um, let, let's do, 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 what were you, was there anything else you want to talk about with this first headline? Uh, no, no, let's just go on to the, to bash. All right. Uh, yeah. yeah so Linux command, so this is Linus, Linus command tools available <laughs> for windows 10. Yay. And gadget. Um, now, there's something you likely didn't expect from Microsoft Build Developers Conference. A staple feature of Linux and Unix is coming to Windows 10. The company is integrating the Bash command line shell and support for Ubuntu Linux binaries into Windows 10 anniversary update. Uh, Connor, since you're the programmer here, explain why this is a big thing. So, mostly it's a really big deal for the sake of distributed systems. Um, it's kind of a notorious issue that if you're sending code from one machine to another, they need to be able to shake hands, and they don't always shake hands well, be it through incompetent programmers or updates making functionality redundant, whatever you have you. What Microsoft is trying to do here is make it so you never need to have a, a Linux or a Unix box if you don't want one, which is amazing because, honestly, if as much as I hate monopolies, computer systems is kind of something where it just... It makes sense. If everything runs the same architecture, you, you're, clo- you're that much closer to a matrix where everything just kind of works. So yep. you like monopolies. Yeah, you know, I, <laughs> I love playing as the dog. Oh, okay. I always like the shoe. Yeah, I know about that boot life. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so this is neat because, you know, introducing Linux command line stuff into... Uh, 
into Windows, it's going to make life a lot easier for, you know, people like Connor who create people applications like and people who are similar to Connor. No, no one's like Connor. No one's that retarded. Uh, but I don't know. I, I like installing different operating systems myself, like just, you know, putting operating systems onto uh, my laptop and messing around with them. But this is going to make it a lot easier to just dink around and, and create things. Uh, so are you excited to be using this, Connor? Are you going to use it when it first comes out? Uh, I'm going to try to. I don't really have anything that I have like in my repo right now that would benefit a lot from it just because I'm not looking for... The, the stuff that I write right now doesn't necessarily need to be on every single archetype of system. Uh, that being said, it would be nice to be able to like bounce something directly from my computer to my Raspberry Pi. I don't know right. it's it's fun having these ideas swirl. I just don't have anything I'm really you know biting down for yet. See, I, I think ah. the the more exciting thing is just that Bash is better than Windows command line tools in every single way and always has been. Yeah, um, uh, just having been a system admin before, you, you learn to work around them. Bash is well, great. Yeah. You just you kind of just kind of sigh and do the eight lines instead of one. It, yeah, and but but I like that that the time that I've spent dealing with the, the with with Bash is is now actually useful whenever it comes to working with Windows because like being able to to type ls instead of it, 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 as a as like a, a almost reflex. Instead of having to remember, oh yeah, it's Windows, it's DIR, you know, it's it, stuff like that is going to be so nice. And while you can't do, you, you can't do everything from this shell. Uh, I don't think it uh, explains in this particular article what oh, all no. you can do with it. But uh, you can't run like anything with a GUI. Um, you can't do some like more complex stuff. It's more or less just a way to make Linux users feel more at home on the Windows platform. Uh, in well, let me interject. You are you familiar with Azure? Uh, Azure, Microsoft Azure. Azure. I know what it is. That's. I think this is going to be a big reason for what they're doing here. Oh yeah, because um, just, just because I do can... know people at Microsoft, a lot of what they've been pushing lately is like Node.js applications, and Microsoft loves Linux, and yeah, this is something they've been working at that they're finally letting slip into the public eye. Yeah, it's um, it's also going to be nice because it means Windows will finally have built-in SSH, uh, and and other common used Linux tools like that. And so you won't have to necessarily install Putty uh, every Yay. time. Every time you reinstall Windows, uh, stuff like that'll be really cool. I know I'm going to appreciate it. I'm kind of wondering if, like, if you'd be able to run stuff like a like a like a VM within it or something, or like uh, if you'd be able to run an Apache server on your on your home machine without having to do it all through windows not uh, at first probably i i am foreseeing like i'm definitely not going to be running a vm on my computer until at least 1.1 right yeah i i'm because i don't fully understand how it works other than obviously it, it makes hard links to 
uh, all of your Windows mounted drives. Also, uh, this this uh, this was something I thought of the other day, and it, it just reminded me by saying that. Does this mean that Microsoft has a private thing, uh, private uh, NTFS driver that they have shared with uh, Canonical? Possibly. That'd be neat. Because, like, uh, NTFS 3G is alright, but it's not anywhere near as fast as actual native NTFS. So I wonder if they've if they've kind of worked that out and it's like one to one because that would be pretty fucking cool in and of itself if somebody could figure out how to rip that out of there. Possibly, I'm not sure. I think Connor's like across the. Uh, yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, he's what? <laughs> he's fucking microwaving something. Good. Yes. yes. <laughs> oh look at that! I didn't mute the chat. <laughs> Oops. Good, good. Thank you, Connor. Thank you for that. Okay. Um, so I let's talk about one more thing. Uh, is what's something because I was planning on talking, but it, we didn't go long enough, and it's a kind <laughs> of a big deal. Uh, Tesla. You guys watched the Tesla conference thing? I didn't watch it, but I I read about the aftermath. Yeah, apparently it has two hundred fifty-two thousand pre-orders. Yeah. So we're talking about, of course, about the Model 3. Originally was supposed to be called the Model E. Apparently Ford has a Model E car that they built like 100 years ago. And so Tesla had to rename it to the Model 3. So, yeah, because apparently it was supposed to be the Model S, the Model E, and the Model X. (laughs) Nothing could go wrong with that. So Elon Musk said that Ford ruined sex. Uh, anyway, so the Model 3 looks great. I mean, it has a lot of neat... I mean, for an electric car, I think it looks really nice. Yeah, Um, it looks looks more, like, nifty than it does, like, actually, like, nice, in my opinion, at least. Oh, okay. Uh, it's supposed to get 215 uh, miles on a charge, which is... That's actually... Good. they say that, uh, speaking on like the lower end, um, yeah. they're, they're, they're hoping that it'll get more, more like maybe 250. Um, but they, they say well, bare minimum it'll be 215. And that's with your, uh, that's with the lowest battery that they have for it, too. Oh, you can upgrade the battery on it? Yeah, you can upgrade the, well, at least you could on the Model S and the Model X. You can up, you can pay for a bigger battery. Yeah, I don't know. Because I I know that they're there's like the the main reason that they're even able to offer it at this particular at, at this price is because it's being it's like so mass produced. Because uh, the Model S and the Model X are basically built per buyer. Like well, and uh, it's a, it's the same thing with this too. Uh, so my friend Jacqueline, uh, she's a a person that I work with. Uh, her boyfriend actually bought. A model that has pre-ordered the Model Three. Yeah, I mean, and yeah. and so I think it's similar. So you just put the thousand dollars down. You don't really do anything. And once it, the theory is that once you get closer to your production date, um, they'll they'll send like an email asking what what you want in it, like what 
qualifiers and everything. So I I don't know. It's uh, to me it it doesn't make sense that they're not going to put a bigger battery in it. I would imagine it, yeah. that's. I would imagine that's what he's talking about, but you know, pay another five thousand dollars for a bigger battery. Sure, I mean, which I believe is about what they made you do with the Model S. So, I mean, with the with it being, you know, thirty five thousand dollars, like that's that is like a luxury car, uh, like a new luxury car, basically. If I if I if I can if I'm thinking right, and it's. It, it it's the high end, but yeah, it's it's basically a standard car price, but a little higher than a normal car. Yeah, I um, mean, you're, but if it's, it's if you're buying a nice new car, yeah, and and but, that's fucking crazy because it's it's a Tesla. <laughs> yeah, but it's also like my my sister's fiance bought a new truck. It doesn't have it doesn't have Bluetooth or you know any of those amenities, but it was fifty thousand dollars. Uh, Fuck or, that for, shit. or forty thousand dollars, yeah, something like that, like forty or fifty thousand dollars, and it's a brand new truck. So this, it's becoming to the point where it's it's the price that you would pay if you actually bought a new car. The problem I have is, yes, two hundred fifteen miles is a a long way for a electric vehicle. It's still not a long way for an actual car. I mean because. Most cars will get around 400 to 500 miles on a tank. Sure. Well, all the cars that I've had will go about <laughs> that far. Yeah, I get I get right around 300. I mean, granted, I drive a compact uh, SUV sort of thing, oh, okay. I think. But, like, my old car, my old car, I'd be lucky to hit 200. Um, this Weird. is going to be, well, it's, it, I mean, it was a fucking 2000. But oh, okay. Like this is gonna be this is gonna be fantastic for like the people that are that are just got slightly luckier than me, where they make just enough money and and they're finally ready to sell off that piece of shit that their parents gave them, um, and they can totally afford whatever fucking payments that you need to make on this. Like this is something where if I made another like twenty or thirty thousand a year. I could have actually probably afforded to uh, to pre-order this car. You know, I think what my my sister's fiance is paying. Let's say it's forty thousand dollars. What he's paying, I'm not, or what I'm not sure. He said he's paying about four hundred dollars a month. Which... Yeah, it's, that's twice as much as as my car payment, but that's still not that bad. Yeah, I could I could definitely do it, <clears throat> yeah. but. Uh, I'm going to wait because <laughs> uh, apparently 252,000 pre-orders worldwide for this thing. And that is pretty They are hoping, uh, if you watch the conference, they said they're hoping to be able to produce 500,000 units in a year. Yeah. Uh, but I'm kind of, I'm speculating that maybe they're going to not hit that mark because... That's a lot of cars in one year. They uh they've they've said that they are pretty sure they're not going to be able to get like all of them done by the by the time that they wanted to. Oh um, no. Elon Musk I think said that they would actually probably have to start looking into uh alternative 
uh, means of of production. Like like they're gonna have to rethink their production process because it's not gonna be enough. For because the there's people. too many too many pre-orders. Yeah, it, it's uh, it's pretty crazy. Like even this article is like the company expected maybe a half of how many pre-orders it got. Yeah, and while it says, uh, while Elon Musk expected lineups at Tesla stores, he figured that there would be maybe 20 or 30 people in line at a given shop, not hundreds of people. <laughs> yeah, like, it. that's the thing. I'm actually a little bit surprised that <laughs> Tesla didn't expect this, because how how many people do you know that that want a fully electric car? Cause I know quite a few people like it. It's just, especially millennials. Like, yeah. well, well, my problem, <laughs> my, my thing is this, uh, and it's, he spoke about it in, you know, in the conference, but range anxiety, uh, you know, 215 miles. That's, you know, I can get to Portland and back on that. Well, I can get, I get, get to Portland on that. But there are three supercharger stations in Portland, and I would have to drive to that super, one of those three supercharger stations, charge up, and then drive home. But if I drive anywhere else, if I drive down to California, I'm going to have to go out of my way to find a supercharger station. It's not like those are everywhere. Yeah, they are, that is... They are in specific spots. Yeah, that is that is true, and... You know, it, the te- the Model 3 is definitely not like a road trip type car uh, yet. Um, but f- for most people, like, the, the people that, that get this car, um, they more than likely already have a petroleum vehicle. And right. unless, unless they're going to trade in that car to help pay for this one, which, I mean, maybe they would, uh, keeping that other car around... For the sake of, you know, road tripping or whatever, I, I could see that as being, you know, possible. I would, that's probably what I would do is use this for like my everyday vehicle and then keep my cube around for whenever I want to, you know, go out of state or something. Yeah, that would be the same thing I would do. Like if, if, cause I have a Prius and, uh, well, fuck yeah. I would, I mean. <laughs> yeah. So I'd use the Prius because I get, you know, almost 500 miles on a tank and it only cost me like 25 bucks to fill up. It's awesome. Jesus Christ, that's beautiful. (laughs) Yeah, I know. People are like, oh, the Prius is gay. I'm like, I don't fucking care. (laughs) It's affordable. (laughs) Yeah. Last car I had, 12 gallons. Fuck, it's just crazy. Jeez, 500? My my friend Nate was getting um, nine miles a gallon. (laughs) <laughs> he had a not like a 1983 crown vic or something like that oh yeah yeah that's what made me decide not to get a crown vic i it love them be- they're super comfy but they get no gas mileage yeah uh, the, the best i saw was like 15 <laughs> i was like no man <laughs> speak speaking this is the last time thing we'll talk about but speaking of of cars r- tell me if this sounds familiar so my roommate came and knocked on my door, and she's like, hey, Nathan, you need to get up. And I was like, I don't want to get up. And she was like, well, somebody hit your car. Wait, again? Yep. <laughs> what? 
Same thing, same except this this time it's not totaled. It's only going to be like a thousand dollars to fix. But only. But there's and there's just a dent on the bumper. But yeah, it was last Saturday, or the Saturday before, or whatever. Yeah, last Saturday she came and she knocked on my door at like nine a.m. And my brain was like, "Ooh, maybe they made me breakfast." (laughs) (laughs) And she was like, "Somebody hit your car." I'm like, "No, that." That can't be it. No, that can't have happened again. <laughs> and so I had to go outside and talk to my neighbor who had hit me. And he gave, we traded information. But I was just like, what the hell? My luck is terrible. <laughs> fucking, fucking twice. Same fucking, that's insane. Within like, within five months of each other. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. So I have the best luck. Uh, uh I did also want to want to say um, there is some speculation that because uh, I don't know if you know this, um, the Model Three still has like all the features of the Model S, were including yeah. the uh, the autopilot shit. So so from what my my boss actually and I were talking about because my boss really wants a Tesla, uh, but you know we neither of us have the money to get it. But uh, we were talking about it, and it has the auto drive, the auto steer safety features. Yeah, is what he said. It doesn't seem like it has the auto drive um, capability built. It, uh, it's probably built into it, but it needs to be activated, type of thing. And yeah. you probably have to pay like three or four grand to get it activated. But the uh, the speculation is that um, they're going to reveal whether it be in 2017 after they launch it or like sometime in the future after that, uh, that the car was designed from the beginning to be a self-driving vehicle. Yeah. Like the, the, there, was, there was an article I read that speculated because uh, the, the touchscreen is, uh, is landscape instead of portrait. Yeah, and in the in the Model S and the X, it's uh, portrait, right? And they're thinking that that combined with the oversized bucket seats and just the the, the whole design of the car just really seems like it, it. The insides were more of an afterthought than anything, and they're speculating that maybe that's because they're going to use this to kind of pilot the whole mainstream self driving car. They uh. Another thing that they included that wasn't included in the base Model S or X, I believe, was the supercharge feature. Oh, that wasn't, like, standard? No, that wasn't standard in the Model S, at least. Oh. Yeah, so they, they're making it standard in the Model the Model 3. Huh. Well, I mean, so, they kinda ha- they'd be stupid not to, really. Right. And and they do they do plan on putting uh seventy they want to increase it up they want to at least double by next year the amount of supercharger or by twenty seventeen the amount of superchargers available so hopefully you know right now I think there's about thirty five hundred or thirty two hundred or something like that they want to have it at seventy five hundred yeah I know they wanted to do a big push uh, right around in in me and Connor's area because. The Midwest is like one of the one of the worst areas in terms of coverage for them, which is so, weird because we've got fucking Chicago up there. Like, why wouldn't you cover that? So, 
uh, you know, simple math here. Very simple math. Uh, if you haven't already, uh, you should probably invest in Tesla right now. Oh yeah, no, no shit. Uh, you probably should have done I, that like a week ago. <laughs> no, you probably you probably should have done that six years ago when it was two dollars a fucking stock. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, of of twenty twenty four site. Um, doing simple math here, two hundred fifty two thousand pre orders translates into two hundred fifty two million dollars for Tesla. Oh yeah, yeah. No, totally. If uh, if they actually end up. Like everybody pays it off. I think that they're they're set to make like a couple billion in overall Seven, revenue. Uh, so I I just did the my, the math of two hundred fifty two thousand pre-orders times let's say thirty thousand dollars. That's over seven billion dollars. Yeah, uh, I I I think I I saw an article, and I don't know if this was after the final pre-order numbers came out. But it said something like four billion dollars in revenue at the at that yeah. time. Yeah. So, so, yeah. so well, this is this is seven billion dollars plus. Um, I I I'm not sure exactly how it works, but they're probably going to go through a financing company, and that financing company is going to get part of that. They're they're going to get well, they're going to get the interest or whatnot. Um. So yeah, they're what February. 10th their stock was 143 and now it's almost over 250 dollars yep and oh. it's probably gonna go up oh it, yeah it's gonna keep climbing there's no way yeah um but if you look at the the max scan in like 2010 they were at two dollars a stock two dollars yeah. Do you know, if we had the Robinhood app then, like, <laughs> yeah, we'd be like, yeah, we're, we have like a thousand dollars now because we still couldn't afford <laughs> to put more <laughs> than 20 bucks on, but, but whatever. Um, anyway, that's, that's basically it for the podcast. If you listen to the podcast and you happen to have a lot of money and you want to pre-order us Teslas, we'd be cool with that. Like we would, we'd be okay. We we would feature you on the podcast. You know, if someone buys one for me, I'll do a review of it. Connor <laughs> will no. Connor want to do that. Connor would give you the best blowjob you've ever had. He'd do it too. Uh, I, I'm not saying no. I, I, I should say no. <laughs> damn, that's a I'm nice not... car. <laughs> but okay, thank you guys for being here. Yeah, yeah, it was a short podcast. It's. It, well, it actually it felt short more than more than it actually was. I mean, we almost hit the hour. So yeah, we're about we're about fifty minutes. Anyway, thank you guys for being here. We will see you next week with hopefully some more stuff. Please go watch my YouTube stuff. My YouTube is www.youtube.com forward slash Reeton. We have uh, my Twitch is www.twitch.tv forward slash Reeton. You can follow me on Twitter at www.twitter.com forward slash Reeton. Uh, you can follow. Aroa, his YouTube is youtube.com forward slash Aroa. His nope. Twitch, you oh, is it, Aroa, is it Aroa 1337? Yeah, you were doing so well, too. I know. Is it Aroa 1337? Yeah. Uh, your Twitch is Aroa, and your Twitter nope. is Aroa. What the fuck? My, tw my Twitter is the only one that's just Aroa. 
Oh, is it? God damn yeah. it. You need to why do you put the leet on the end? Because Magic. like Twitch uh required it to be over like five characters, I think. And uh I think a row was already taken on YouTube or something like that. But yeah. Um also uh as part of this whoring, um I totally plan on having videos actually start coming out this week. Um and I'm, I think I'm about done being sick, so uh, expect some Twitch streams uh, soon. Yay! Too. Yay! And uh, Connor, where can we reach you? We can reach you at Connor, uh, Connor at Connor dot com. Connor at gmail dot com. I got the Connor. The the Connor. No. Anyway, uh, your YouTube, which you never ever post on, is youtube.com forward slash nemesis zero three two zero. Your Twitch is the same, I believe, nemesis zero three two zero, and your Twitter uh, is nemesis zero three two zero. I am very uh, very active on Twitter and the other stuff. I just don't care. Uh, uh, yeah. This this just in breaking news. Uh, if Satori you... Wada died. No. Uh, okay. if... <laughs> no, that'll be after the podcast. So oh, as okay. part of uh as part of Razor's recent April Fool's Day prank, um Project Breadwinner, uh yeah. they they are giving away uh Razor logo toast stencils uh for if you buy anything in the Razor store. And I mean if you need a new fucking mouse pad or something. It's a pretty, it, it, I like their logo a lot. And I mean, I don't know if, if either of you have ever used a toast stencil, but I would totally like to use a toast stencil. I don't know and what that is. It's, you put, you put it, uh, between the side of the toaster and your toast and it bakes a picture. Oh, okay. Into okay, the, okay. uh, into the toast. Uh, so you can get one of those for free. If you use the code a toast to toast in the checkout, a, t- a toast to toast. Yep. Uh, I'll I'll put it in the 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 uh, <laughs> notes, I guess. Yeah, like if you buy like a like anything in here, you can uh, like if you just need a fucking sh- shitty pair of earbuds or something. I think they have some in here that are like twenty bucks, and you can look like a faggot on the on the on the train or something. Or maybe you like on Razor. The- I don't know. I actually the headphones I'm wearing right now are Razer headphones. <laughs> I actually I, I, my mouse has never worked better than after I uninstalled their driver software. Their their hardware is actually pretty nice as long as you don't use Razer yeah. Synapse. So it's so that's incredibly the, overpriced. Sucker. Yes, it is. So I got a Razer Kraken for fifty bucks. So I got it half price. So which I mean it's it's fair. It's a decent for, headset. For a and yeah. And I downloaded the Razer Synapse thing for it because I was like, oh, maybe it'll work. No, it fucked it up. So, like, whenever I would stream, it, they wouldn't be able to hear my voice because it was, like, taking over. And yeah, so it's, once it's I... Trash. Yeah, once I uninstalled it, everything worked great. So don't ever use their drivers. And don't fucking buy the Razer Siren because, oh, my God, it's just it's just a Blue Yeti. It's literally... The same hardware as a Blue Yeti. Is it? But they, but they want $50 for a shock mount and $50 for a pop filter. Let me let me look. What? $50? You could buy a pop filter for 10 bucks. Yeah, but because of the stupid way that the microphone's designed, good luck mounting that thing. 
Okay, Razor Siren. Okay, first off, uh, a Yeti is a hundred bucks, uh, around a hundred bucks. Yeah, you can usually get it on sale for like sixty. I uh, I got mine for sixty three. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. so <laughs> let's say average it's a it's a hundred bucks on the Razor store. The Razor Siren is a hundred and eighty dollars. Yeah, it's fucking stupid. Yeah. Um. Let's see. And then there's the Razor Siren Pro, which is just a Yeti Pro. Let's let's be fair. Yeah. Uh, $249, which I think is the same price as the Yeti Pro. That might be. I really don't know. I think the Yeti Pro is like 200 250 something like that. Uh, but does it have the... It looks like it does have the normal inputs, like the actual stereo, like, you know, phantom power supply inputs. Oh, yeah, that's that's the point of the Pro. But yeah, like, yeah, the, the Siren, it, the only thing it has that the Yeti, the regular blue Yeti ha- doesn't have is a little readout on the front of the microphone that tells you what mode the microphone is in and what your volume is set at. That is it. So don't get this. I got it. Yeah. And, and I have watched multiple sound comparisons. They sound exactly the same. Exactly the same. Like if if you do a blind comparison test, they you, you can't tell the difference because it's the same hardware. Good. We should buy those. <laughs> we should buy seven of them because yeah, we I, have I, that money. No, should I should have never even bought this this blue Yeti. I just didn't do my research. Why? Why didn't he, you don't like the Yeti? I, it's not that I don't like the Yeti. It's just it's not it's not pro grade hardware. It really isn't. It's, it's not, but it, it's good for me because I don't really, you know. Exactly. Care. You you need a you need a podcast mic and like a, a gaming mic kind of thing, like to to do let's plays and shit like that. Yeah. But yeah, if I if I'd have been smart, I would have gotten uh, I would have gotten like a an Audio Technica uh, mic of some kind. Instead. All right, so, so good God, we're, we're going since, way fuck off. Whatever. Since we're we're doing this, I actually bought a new camera. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's 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 uh, it's on the way. Video podcast halfway through. It's it's no, it, not a webcam, like an actual camera. Oh well, like, never it's, mind. It's it's everything. on the way. It's it's only a 720p camera, but oh. I only upload YouTube videos in 720p, so I guess that doesn't really matter. So uh, hopefully I'll be able to make, hopefully I'll be able to make my uh, podcast or my my videos look even a little bit more professional. Yeah, I mean so. it can't be any worse than the than the way that the nine twenty works with fucking gain, which also my rabbit ruined my uh, Logitech C nine twenty, so I get to get to fuck with that. Oh, I have a C nine twenty two, I think. Two. Yep, I have to. He ate through the USB cable, so so I've got to eat the rabbit. No, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna chop the cable off, and I Re- think I've re-splice got, it. Yeah, I'm gonna just splice it into a different cable. What do I have? I'm I'm loading it up. I think it's a 920. Uh, if it's the no if it's, no no, I don't. No, I have the the 310 615. Oh, I don't even I don't even know which one that is. Uh, there. 
Like they, they're not even they're not even all that different. I just got the nine twenty because I didn't have to pay for it. Oh, okay. But anyway, we are uh, we're done. <laughs> we're just bullshitting yeah, we, we've at this been point. done. Yeah. Why are we still talking? I don't know. Uh, thank you guys for being here. I will talk I like to you, you at probably one of you next week. Yeah, I I'll probably be here. Bye. Bye. No one loves you. <laughs>